0: and mixes in a level of comfort and style that's new, exciting, and perfect for South Florida. Visit your local Ford dealer today to get a great deal on a new Ford SUV or truck. Hey, everybody, this is Evan Cohen, and I have great news NHR for you. NHR and Levine Accident to Call one 800 This Jupiter. In a brand-new 2021 Honda Civic LX sedan for only 167 a month. You heard right. Pay just $167 a month for a new Civic at Morse Honda. Or act now and save on the Accord. Edmores Honda has new 2021 Honda Accord LX Sedans for only $197 a month. Just $197 a month for an Accord. Don't miss this huge Honda savings opportunity when Morse celebrates 75 years of excellence during their Spring Into Action sale. You get Civics for just $167 a month and Accords for only $197 a month. So hurry in while they last. Rush to Edmores Honda today or visit edmoreshonda.com. Make sure that you are That's back, back by Moore's. Automatic with approved credit, 36-month lease, plus tax tag, title dealer fees, first month payment, and $4,000 down. Expires month's end. Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: All right, I'm speaking as a fan today, and I can't remember the last time I was this angry as a fan. The Chicago White Sox have a major decision they're going to have to make about their manager, Tony La Russa, who is now advocating for the opponent trying to injure one of his players. There is a major crisis now with the best team in baseball, and it is completely unprecedented. Joe Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark...
0: Get set, go! You are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, 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 stick around. Hang out with
2: us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and
0: hang around with you. It's Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. (laughs)
1: I have legitimately never, ever, 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 ever in my life as a sports fan. I am 36 years old, lifelong White Sox fan, but this is sports in general. I never in my life have seen a situation where a head coach or a manager, a person in charge of a locker room or a clubhouse, as openly supported opposition for trying to injure one of his players. It is absolutely ridiculous, and Tony La Russa and the Chicago White Sox have something major that's going to have to be worked out or it's going to torpedo a season and possibly a franchise. I'm Ken LaVica. Uh, he is Coquel. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel. Joe Rigotti with us today, making sure that buttons are pushed and levels are right. We're in the Andijar Living Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the Intracoastal. Let's jump right in because today I am speaking as. A fan. This is not hey, NBA playing. Uh, give us your calls. What did you think? Two blowouts last night. No, 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 no. This is me unadulterated Yeah, fan. I expected more out of Russ last night. I mean to put up that performance, Russell Westbrook, yeah. it was really tough. God, we're, we're not even no. getting to that okay. thing. Because I and and K- Kokel, this is God's honest truth. And I understand that sports is sports. It does not take I try not to have it take priority in my my life. Uh, life separating life and sports. That's important to me. Tough loss, but a learning place no, for the no, 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 ball. No, don't even start He had that. a good don't chance even to start get that. the
3: playoff experience
1: even though they didn't get in. I am absolutely furious as a sports fan and as a supporter of the Chicago White Sox. This is not a White Sox show, but this is today. This is a fan venting about something that is quickly turned into one of the most ridiculous stories that we've ever seen in Major League Baseball that we've ever seen in sports, period. As we discussed yesterday, Jermaine Mercedes, who, by the way, leads Major League Baseball in hitting, he has the best batting average. He is the best at what he does in a particular sport. He, on Monday night, took a 3-0 pitch in a blowout, it was 15-4 to White Sox. In the ninth, the Twins had given up, put up the white flag, put a catcher on the mound to pitch to your mean Mercedes. And on a 3-0 pitch, your mean Mercedes did what hitters do. He launched a 47-mile-an-hour pitch, 430 feet for a home run. Okay? So, yesterday, after something that was supposed to be fun, two big, fat guys going at one another in an unconventional way. The big, fat guy at the plate won the battle. Kokel, I mean, he said it. That's something that should be fun. That's something that should be awesome. That's something that should be celebrated. That was beer league softball on a major league baseball field. What's not to love about
3: that? Everybody's got to love the big fat guy pitching, the big fat guy just loading up, swinging, hitting a bomb, in a game that otherwise is absolutely boring at that point. It's a blowout. There's no entertainment value at that point. That's the only fun part of the game when it's a blowout that bad. Yep, absolutely. And so... In a sport, by the way, excuse me, I'm sorry, that is so down and fun, that is so unenjoyable right now, that's looking for things, that the 95th pitcher of the year threw a no-hitter again, or was it six, seven? It was the fifth. The fifth of the year. And if we include the other one that they decided to not count because it was too much fun for them, so then it's six, right? Because they didn't count a seven-inning no-hitter. Also, they're not counting that because it was fun. And they don't like fun. So now you had fun and were upset because guys like Tony La have the unwritten rules of things that happened 60 years ago, and the participation trophy crowd. The participation trophy crowd is upset that someone hit a home run. So they're upset that everyone gets to... gets a trophy at the end of the year and everybody gets to feel good, right? That's their big argument. Participation trophies are ruining sports is the same crowd that's mad that someone tried hard and hit a home run because it hurt the pitcher's feelings and the other team.
1: Well, let's, Pick a lane. Let's, Are you,
3: do you want everybody happy or do you want the best to win?
1: Let's get to 76-year-old Tony Larusa because this was him before last night's game between the White Sox and Twins about his 28-year-old rookie superstar, your mean Mercedes, and what he thought about Mercedes swinging 3-0 and and putting together a great baseball moment.
2: Now, he's not going to do that again. I, I heard he said something like, I played my game. But no, he doesn't. He plays the game of Major League Baseball that respects the game, respects the opponents. And that was not. And he's got to respect the signs. When he gets to take sign, he takes. Made a mistake. I actually apologized to the twins. I sent the message over there. I'm not acceptable. On him. And I'm certain that that will not happen again with Yermy. Uh, with there's a sportsmanship, respect for the game, respect for your opponent that's it's real. It has to be the uh, philosophy. And we follow it. I've been taught it. And, uh, you know, the fact that he's a rookie who's excited it helps explain why he just was
1: clueless. But now he's got a clue. Clueless. He called his player who hit a home run clueless. Oh, sportsmanship, respect for the game. No, 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 no. Tony, you know what's disrespectful for the game and to the game is when a team gives up and puts a position player on the mound. And then because the other team gives up, throws up the white flag, you also do that. You lay down and die and tell your guys to stop trying. That's disrespectful to the game. 76-year-old out-of-touch Tony Larusa. Help if I turn my mic on. What happened to respecting your clubhouse?
3: That's one of the biggest unwritten rules of all of sports. Respect your team. Keep everything internal. Don't go to the media and rip rip your teammates and rip your team. Where's that respect?
1: He throws his superstar under the bus, and you're right, completely disrespectful. But then last night in the seventh inning, your mean Mercedes is at the plate, and the Twins throw behind him. A 93-mile-an-hour pitch at his knees, that almost grazed his leg. If that is six inches to the left, it's right in his kneecap at 93 miles an hour. You would think, and the Twins pitcher was ejected, the White Sox dugout erupted in anger. You would think that. After the game, Tony La Russa, the manager of the Chicago White Sox, the team with the best record in baseball, who have the best hitter in baseball, who is at the center of all of this, whose only crime was to do his job and hit the ball on Monday night, you'd think Tony La Russa would say, all right, it's over, I stand by my player, let's move on. Nope, nope. In fact, Tony La Russa showed support for the Twins. Going out this way. I threw a sinker and it looked good. <laughs> so I I I didn't have I wasn't that suspicious. I suspicious of what somebody was a somebody's head. And then I'm not suspicious. So I, I don't I don't have a problem with how the twins handled that. I don't have a problem with how the twins handled that. You and this is sports fan me talking, but also I feel like this is rational human being. What in the bleeping bleep Is Tony La Russa doing what in the hell is Tony La Russa doing he has the best team in baseball he has the best hitter in baseball and he not only threw the best hitter in baseball under the bus unnecessarily for him doing his job hitting a home run on Monday night but then he supported the twins for throwing at his best player I have never in my life seen anything like that before And it makes me angry because as a sports fan, not just as a fan of the White Sox, but as a sports fan, you want to see the best out there able to compete. What if that 93 mile an hour sinker, as Tony La Russa put it, hit your mean Mercedes in the side of the knee? What if it hit him in the kneecap? What if he's out for six months after that? What happens then? Oh, I have no problem with how the twins handled that. How does Tony La Russa walk into that White Sox clubhouse at all the rest of the season? How does he not completely lose the team now? How does anybody in that clubhouse have any respect for Tony La Russa any longer? He throws the star under the bus for something that he did well on the field and then is okay with the near injury that the guy suffered because the other team threw a baseball at him at 93 miles an hour. Do the White Sox have to get rid of Tony La Russa? Do the White Sox have to get rid of Tony La Russa? And yes, they're the best team in baseball. And yes, it's early. But this is a guy who's so clearly out of touch with how baseball actually is played now in 2021. So out of touch with his clubhouse. There's some weird acrimony that Tony La Russa, and it just sounds like it, Coquel. It sounds like Tony La Russa has a problem with your mean Mercedes. Yes, 100%. And I don't know where it stems from. I do. You want
3: to know where it stems from? He's an old man playing a game that's not played that way anymore. He doesn't like it. He came back to manage way past his time, and he can't relate to the players. And he's used to the—this change happened as small as in local high school sports around here. He's used to the, I said it, you do it, you say yes or no, sir, that's it. It's over with. That's not what sports is anymore, and Larusa can't handle it. And the young players, especially if they come from different areas, they don't have the same unwritten rules. And you know what? They've taken over the game. The young players, the fun players, are starting to take over the game, and the old guard doesn't like it. You're going to need to see more guys who are like a. And I don't know if Joe Torre is the best example because the Yankees had the shaving rules and that, but like just laid back, stay out of the way, make sure your guys are okay, don't be up in their face about it, like Larus is.
1: All of the concerns that people had about 76-year-old Tony La Russa coming back into the sport with that White Sox team that was fun and is fun and is full of talent and they kick ass and they're great personalities. All of the concerns that people had with Tony La Russa taking over that team have now been realized. What a joke. Tony La Russa is a flat-out clown. Do the White Sox have to get rid of Tony La Russa? Should they get rid of Tony La Russa? And I say absolutely. When you cross the line into not supporting a player and supporting him nearly being injured by the opponent? I've never seen anything like it before, and it's bull bleep. Should the White Sox get rid of Tony La Russa? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or tweet the show at ESPN West Palm. Am I missing something? Because this is clown crap from Tony La Russa.
3: I think he's mad that he specifically gave the take sign, <laughs> yelled take, and the player disobeyed. Too damn bad! But that's what he's mad about, his... And I get that. I'm okay with LaRusso being mad about that. Internally. Internally. In his clubhouse. And maybe you don't start the hitter who didn't take your your sign the next game. You send a message that way. And even externally, you could say, we just gave him a night off. Handle it internally in your clubhouse. A player doesn't follow your signs. That's a baseball you're supposed to follow the coach's sign. That's what you're supposed to do. You sit him. That's what you do. You don't go to the media. But then, then, Ken, when he backed the Twins... For throwing at his, at his player, he's got to go. There oh, has to be a separation.
1: Or how about Tony LaRusso just says, hey, good home run. Way to go, guy hitting three sixty-four. No, because I get it. it. I didn't know. When we came on the air yesterday, I
3: was unaware he was given a take sign. But why? Why is he given a take sign? I, that that. But that doesn't matter to me. As a former, and again, I'm not comparing I don't want a guy, guy who's so out of touch with baseball managing that team. I
1: just don't. You're losers, gonna, you're gonna get, give take signs No, like you're going to get
3: take signs throughout a game of baseball. It's part of the strategy. But I look at a take sign as more of we don't think this pitcher can throw a strike right now, take it, because we want to work the count deeper, or we want to get this pitcher deeper into his count. So you start having take signs because we want to get him out of there because every pitcher nowadays is on a pitch count. That situation, I don't agree with the take sign. The take sign makes sense, and he gave it, and he is the manager. The player should then take the pitch, but if he
1: doesn't handle it, Internally, that's where the problems come from me. If if he's worried about players not respecting him when he gives a sign, then he's completely lost him now. Like, this is, you can't come back from this. Tony La Russa advocated for an opponent to almost injure his star player. I've never in my life seen something like that. When it could have on Monday night, him saying, yeah, hey, guy went up there, hit a run. It's what he's paid to do. Could have been done. Could have ended with it, but instead he's doubled down and he's tripled down on it. Even with your main Mercedes teammates, Tim Anderson, Lance Lynn, who's as old school as it gets, old crusty pitcher, saying, hey, when a guy's up there, he's paid to hit. I I mean, you've got to be so out of touch to not see the reactions from around baseball supporting what your main Mercedes did to then take this stance. And so Evan Cohen tweeted at me today. He tweeted the hypothetical that uh, your main Mercedes not following the take sign from Tony La Russa would be akin to me not listening to Stephanie Prince, the general manager uh, here at ESPN Mm. West Palm. But that analogy only goes so far because Stephanie Prince is not a 76-year-old whose uh, whose thoughts on radio and whose knowledge of radio is from 1984. Okay? We have not once done something, Coquel, on this show where Stephanie... Something... This is our baseball field, okay? Your mm-hmm. mean Mercedes, what he did on the baseball field was hit a home run and help his team win and succeed, and that's all he's done all year long, hitting three sixty-four top batting average in all of Major League Baseball, okay? He's the rookie of the year, and he's the MVP right now if the season ended on May 19th. You and I, this is our baseball field. This is where we perform. This is where we try to help the station. This is where we try to entertain listeners and fans, and this is where we try to get sponsors on board Partners. to help uh to help. Yes, you can do the team talk here, but yes, sponsors for those of you who don't know the lingo Partners. at ESPN West Palm and teammates. Okay, it, 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 Stephanie Prince doesn't need you to suck up to her right now. But Stephanie Prince has not once has not once said, "Hey, don't do that." Or that was a bad job, or come up publicly to the rest of the station and said, Oh, that wasn't good and uh that needs to change. Not once. But what if
3: she did? What if she came in here today? Pre show meeting, we're discussing, we're gonna talk about La Russa, She came and said no. Why would you're, she do that? Why but, would she do that? But, because you're but you're but getting into this did. terrible
1: hypothetical. Why would she? The hypothetical's she not said plausible. I'll tell
3: you why. She said that's a Chicago that's a Chicago story. We have the NBA playoffs on our air tonight, double header, playing games. LeBron vs. Steph on ESPN 106.3. Tonight, I want you to talk about that. No,
1: because she knows that this isn't a Chicago story. But this what is, is a national sports story. But felt like that, though? But your hypothetical sucks. That's what I'm saying. Your analogy flat-out you, sucks because just you like dis- Evan's flat-out sucked. You, if you're saying it sucks because you disagree with it. No, I say it sucks because it's not applicable. Because it's not realistic. Because Stephanie Prince wouldn't do that because she's not 76 years old and out of touch with you and me and the generation and the current state of radio like Tony LaRouche is to the entire state of baseball but if she right did. now. But if she did, but, but, what, but, but, what, but, but, what, but it's not what realistic. What would you do? What would you do? I'm not going to even answer that because it's not even a plausible I analogy. What, what, you, what did you talk about NFL? What if a UFO landed right next to us right now? What did you do? Would you hug the we alien have, or would you shoot the alien? We have aliens? sister
3: stations that are told not to talk about the Bucks in the playoffs because the, they want to talk about Rodgers. And I could argue that the Bucks are the bigger story right now. That's well,
1: your con—I mean, your radio thoughts suck. If you think the Bucks are ever bigger they're than in a, Aaron Rodgers, but they're Rogers. in a playoff series. Okay, great. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is absolute key. Okay, the hypothetical does not work. Tony La Russa is vastly out of touch and he can't walk back in that clubhouse now. Not after especially advocating for the opponent nearly injuring a player. Okay, it just, it does not work. It does not work. So you're saying you wouldn't follow the boss's orders if you disagree with I'm him. saying that your analogy sucks. And if it's something that I could see her side on, then I absolutely would follow the rules. What happens if you couldn't? Because that's what happens What happens if my aunt had a package she'd be my uncle okay I mean it's 2021 she could be whoever she wants 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 do the White Sox need to make a break with Tony La Russa Is that completely unacceptable? Am I missing something? Has there been a coach or a manager who has come out and said, hey, I'm glad you threw up my guy, or I'm glad that uh, you slashed my guy on the ice, or I'm glad that you sent my guy sprawling on a layup on a fast break, pushed him in the back? Like, Has that ever happened before? Maybe Tony LaRusso is doing something that is actually some sort of weird leadership, but I've never seen it before. And I don't know how he comes back from this. I don't know how this clubhouse recovers from that until Tony LaRusa is sent packing. It's unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Or tweet at the show at ESPN West Palm. Do you have any other analogies? I mean, I think that's the perfect analogy.
3: Your boss tells you something to do that you don't like. How do you respond? And I'm not even saying we would respond the right way. I've been known around here to not respond the right way to when I get. Do you think Stephanie
1: Prince on this show? You think she would come in here and not trust our judgment about what's right?
3: I think there's conversations that happen about shows that go on in management meetings that, yeah, they may not like everything that goes on the show, and they mo- might want things in a different direction. It could happen. Okay, so and then, say- and then we would have to make the decision of saying, do we follow it right now and then discuss after, or in the moment, do we just do it whatever we want? That would be the decision we'd have to make. Okay. And I'm not saying which way we'd go. I would hope we'd go with... We're going to listen and then meet with the manager. But I also know we can be knuckleheads, too, where we lean the other way on purpose.
1: I also know, though, that stars, stars, players that are the most productive on your team, sometimes, and this is good management if you want to make analogies and comparisons, sometimes you give a little leeway to the people that are performing the best. And your main Mercedes has performed the best on the best team In baseball So so, how dare Tony La Russa Even if he got ignored And his little 76 year old feelings are hurt God forbid God forbid You don't bring it out publicly You don't say "Ah, He'll never do it again He's clueless Now he's got a clue We don't need the tough talk from you Tony Manage the damn team Put the lineup card out They were successful before you got there They're going to be successful after you're there You don't need that stuff from Tony LaRusso.
3: We'll put it in the analogy you said of the best, right? Mm -hmm. So if Stephanie Prince comes into the studio looking for the best and talks to me and tells me not to play certain rejoin music because I'm the best, I'm still going to play what I want to play. Or do I have to not play what I want to play, do what she says, and then talk to
1: her like, no, I like this type of rejoin better because it sets a better tone. That's fine. But if you played that rejoin that she didn't want, If you played that rejoin and it was universally received, and I mean our phone lines were jammed and people are emailing saying, man, that was a great rejoin. You know what? That was really fun. I don't think that Stephanie Prince would double and triple down on it. Why? Wouldn't she think she lost authority there? Or she realized that maybe, and this is what good leaders do too, maybe she realized, oh, you know what? Maybe I wasn't right about that. Because that, checking your ego at the door, is also what makes good doesn't leadership. Doesn't
3: that now give everyone else a free pass to do whatever they want, like play Josh Cohen in the home team, Hockeys?
1: Doesn't that give no. them that free pass? No, because that's just a completely insane. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But you had intuition. You did something that ended up being popular and successful. How do you think Howard Stern came to be, Coquel? He got fired a lot. Okay, and guess what? He's the highest paid media personality in the history of the, uh, uh, of the the damn side of that corporate spectrum. But he got fired a lot. Okay. Because he did those things. in the boss And said, Tony, no, La Russa, Tony La Russa should probably
3: be shown the door. Or trade his player that doesn't
1: want to listen to his rules. Okay. And then the White Sox management has to make that decision. Awesome. Yeah, Tony La Russa, one, doesn't have any authority to trade anybody. Okay? Rick Hahn, the general manager, is not going to trade
3: anybody. I mean, there may it may come to a point where they're deciding between the players or Larusa. That's okay. clearly a thing that's I mean, is that and not what clearly that all we run? spent the last twenty minutes about? So it could come down to that. That's what they're gonna have to decide is do we want to back our manager because he wants to back his rules. You have that's what how the structure works, the power structure. Man. He had rules, the players should have followed them. I I And again, can't, I don't even I like the three I would let me make this clear. I love the home run. It seems like the, you the love 3-0. Tony La Russa. No, I just get why he's upset. Now, to the point of backing someone, throwing a pitch at him. No, I totally disagree with him. But I get—I would have sat the kid the next day. Sit him the next
1: game for a game. Say, don't do that again, please. I cannot believe a player is being punished for hitting a home run. He's I mean, my punished. baseball senses. He's being
3: punished for not following the coach's play. I can't if believe. If a quarterback, if Aaron Rodgers will bring up Rodgers again, or if your boy Ragarm Tua gets a run play, and has they tell him, do not audible pass. Do not audible pass. You have no arm. And he does it anyway. He's going to get in trouble.
1: He's going to get benched. Aaron Rodgers missed going to the Super Bowl because he listened to his coach. And now he doesn't want to go back because he realizes that he can't trust anybody there in Green Bay. So... If you want to use Aaron Rodgers as an example, that's a weird person to go with with the point you're trying to make because Aaron Rodgers specifically listened to authority or didn't get communicated to by yeah, authority. he didn't get community.
3: That's differently than not listening to. That's different. The, no. the whole them not discussing what they're going to do on fourth I down. I want to work with people. Bad I
1: want to work with people, and I want to work with leaders who understand that maybe they don't know what's best in every single situation. And Tony but Lisa you also damn have to do realize that. Best. You as the star has to realize that too. 888-760-3776. 888 760 so the White Sox need to cut the cord with Tony La Russa. And his Coquel corporate shell? He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN
0: 106.3. It's Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like... Uh, yeah, My life be like...
1: I've never seen it before where a manager or a coach says, oh yeah, 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 I, I didn't have a problem with that opposing player trying to injure my player. But then you add into the fact that your mean Mercedes is the White Sox best player and he's the sports, to now, to now, is the sports best player in 2021 and uh, you've got the White Sox in full-fledged crisis mode right now. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Should the White Sox cut ties with Tony La Russa? How does he get that clubhouse back? Let's go to the phones. Uh, we've been having a little issue with our phones. So tell me who you are, where you're from. Do you hear me? Nope. What
3: Do, your do we have a phone issue? <laughs>
1: We have a lot of issues. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point, both personally and technologically here at ESPN West Palm. Like, will on
3: it. You know what? I'll just squeeze it into my day later. <laughs> Let me just figure out oh, the wiring man. of the phone.
1: So good. So good. And of course, right? If Stephanie Prince, my boss, asks me to do it,
3: guess what, Ken? I'm going to be fixing well, the phone. But
1: I also would agree with her that the phones probably need to function. So
3: the right thing has to
1: be what you agree with. Like, that's basically what you're saying. It's about coming to a common understanding, but one thing you don't It seems like
3: your common understanding is if Ken Lavica agrees with it.
1: Well, because I I think that in certain certain situations I probably know best, and in some situations she knows best, and I can't you can't tell me that from a baseball standpoint, 76 year old Tony La Russa knows best when he's giving the take sign to a guy who's paid he to hit, may- a guy who's trying to win a batting title, a guy who's trying to get a long term contract to keep him from hitting a home run. How dare Tony La Russa, who's made more than enough money and done more than enough in baseball, how dare he tell your main Mercedes to not do something? that would help him get more money down the road. That's garbage. This is where LaRusso screwed up my argument, okay? Because my argument to that would
3: be maybe he was protecting the safety of the next guy up because he's worried about someone getting hit, someone retaliating because of those unwritten No, he's cool with it. But (laughs) then he came out in an interview. Yeah. And support of this player you're getting thrown at. So
1: I mean, that that in uh, in, in all the debate we can do about uh, the analogies and whatever uh, Tony La Russa should have done after Jeremy Mercedes ignored the the take sign, like that all pales in comparison, though, to the fact that there is a prof- there, at any at any level, forget professional, a coach, a manager, who came out publicly and said. I didn't have a problem with what that team did trying to injure my player. How insane is that? Like, that's not even – forget even parsing those words. Like, that's insane. I think he's
3: trying to say is I understand that's the next step in his unwritten baseball rules world, in his world. That's the next step, but it's still your guy. Mm -hmm. There is also the code of a manager and his team, and there is a code of a clubhouse or the code of a locker room. There's a lot of those things that go on, and again – I. I can only speak about my experiences. I'm going to go to high school football again. I'm not comparing that to major league. My best player was hurt one year for five games, right? My best player was not hurt for five games. Yeah. He acted like a turd, and I suspended him for five games. It probably cost our team at least three or four losses because of it. And you know my winning record was not great. I could use those three or four (laughs) losses, those three or four You're a program builder. But, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I suspended him. Did I tell you guys at ESPN West Palm? It was you guys at the time. Did I tell you that, or did I tell anyone who asked? No, he pulled his hamstring. Sorry, because I kept it inside. The players sure. all knew, but no one outside didn't know.
1: Did that player? Did that player get suspended? Did he get in trouble for scoring a touchdown that you told him not to score?
3: I wasn't telling anyone not to score touchdowns at that yeah, point. I'm saying, so. like,
1: that's the equivalent of this. Like that's the equivalent of it.
3: Now, if like if there were times when I've gotten in trouble, with, I've gotten into fights with Baz Alfred, the head coach now at Jupiter Christian. Because I told him, we're running the ball, we're putting twos in, and he turned around and threw the ball, but we were up. And I was like, we're running out the clock. And I said, I'm calling the plays the rest of the way. I don't know if that's different coach to coach, but there is that part where he was trying to win, and I said, no, that's not how we do but things.
1: But high school level, as opposed to guys who are getting paid millions of dollars, like that does change the discussion a little 100% bit. 100% like, fair. Like, trust me, I, 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 see, I see what you're talking about. Like, I, I absolutely do. But I'm just having a hard time um, putting together in my brain what was wrong with what your mean Mercedes did in the first place. Like, hitting, why, why can't he swing at a 3-0 pitch? Why should he have gotten a take sign? And that's what I'm having trouble coming to terms with. Should the White Sox make a clean break with Tony LaRussa? Because it's not just that. It's that he threw Jermaine Mercedes under the bus before the game yesterday, called him clueless, and then did the tough talk. Now he has a clue. And then after the game, then said, yeah, I have no problem with what the Twins did, even though they almost kneecapped the best player in the game right now. Like, that's the part where you really can't come back from that. Now,
3: oh, it's clear the two of them do not respect each other. No, I think that, that's been evidently shown that Mercedes doesn't respect Larusa, and Larusa doesn't res- respect Mercedes or his opinion. Because those, it sounds like Larusa didn't get the response he wanted when he came back at his star player, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to double down now and say and say this stuff," but it's going to cost one of them. It's going to hurt the White Sox. White Sox fans are who I feel bad for. They already live in a second-rate city, and now they have to <laughs> deal with this with their I, team.
1: I knew at some point that was happening. 888 760 Do the White Sox need to make a break with Tony La Russa. Or you can tweet at the show, and right now that might be the better option. Uh, at ESPN West Palm. At ESPN West Palm. And uh, as we go to Twitter, Jason tweets, La Russa must go uh and uh, i i think that i think we should again, just grab callers live i don't like i don't like to advocate t- for firings i just don't i don't like to advocate for firings at all but this is this is too far they, t- to me tony has crossed a line that i've never seen or never heard it's gotten to a point where like this has to happen like this this has to happen like Something. I, something I needs to happen. There may
3: there may be a chance if the shortstop, the star of the team, comes out, Anderson, and says, "Hey, we got to work this out. Like we, we can do this." Yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna take a player to have Larusa's back, and it's got to be the right player. I just having La Russa's You
1: back. know, well, you know what sucks too. You have old seventy six year old crotchety guy who is going after a twenty eight year old Dominican guy who's trying to make it. Who's finally. trying to make it. And you know that dynamic makes this even dirtier to
3: also you know we're gonna lecture people on the morals of what they're doing maybe tony's not the right guy to do so yeah yeah
1: that yes at its core that's probably a big part of this whole thing jay's in west palm jay's on espn 106 Hopefully. hey jay
2: Ken, i'm gonna slightly disagree with you on some of this stuff and i understand exactly where is coming from that the bottom line is that Larusa gave him an order. Whether we think it's old school or anything like that, Larusa gave him an order and told him not to swing. Sure. I personally don't have a problem with it. Swing on three and zero. Oh, if if the roles were reversed and the the team up to bat was was losing fifteen to four, I don't think somebody would say just lob a pitch up there, let this guy hit a home run. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is like what Coquel is saying. If Stephanie came to you this morning and said. Do not talk about the Chicago White Sox thing on the air. You might disagree with her, but the bottom line is she is your boss. I was in radio for 20 years, Mm -hmm. so I understand the same thing you're going through. Sometimes these consultants or our program directors tell us things that we're like, we're more in touch with the listener than you are. But the bottom line is that's their choice to say we don't want this to talk about it. So I think if Stephanie came to you and said that, you might say, Stephanie's out of touch with our listeners right now, but the bottom line is... And Jay, you're right. She is your boss. Yeah, and,
1: and, Jay, I see... And, and, and trust me, like uh, like I, I just told Coquel, like I see I see where he's coming from, and I do. And I want to make sure, I want to make sure because, <laughs> Jay, Stephanie Prince has gotten more airtime on this show, her name, than it, she's ever gotten before. Like, there's no issue with me and Stephanie Prince. Like, she was just being Ep- used as an example, but... Our content director makes great decisions all the time. <laughs> she is an exceptional boss, by the way. Uh, but I, I want to make no, sure... And, and, I, I want to make sure. Yeah, and I've,
2: I've, I know Stephanie too, so I, I yeah. will vouch for the same thing. Yeah. That's a good person. But I would also go back to your thing of saying that La Russa, they need to get rid of La Russa. First of all, that would be absolutely ridiculous. They're the best team in baseball. You might say that he's out of touch with it. And yeah, I'm, I'm not fully on board with him calling out his player, but how many times did Bill Parcells call out his guys? Bill Sims says it all the time that Bill Parcells drove him absolutely nuts and would call him out on stuff. It's not the first time it's happened. Line ever Russica. say?
1: But did Bill Parcells ever say, like, man, I'm really glad that Mark Gastineau tried to break my quarterback's leg? Like exactly no,
2: sure. and I would agree with you on that. I I hate the whole retaliation thing when it comes sure. to when I yeah. love baseball and I love moving forward. I hate the retaliation thing in baseball. I think it's absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I I just but it also speaks to and Jay. I know you've you've been in this industry, so let's just keep it from like a a hiring the right person for the right type of situation. Like we can kind yeah. of agree that White Sox clubhouse with all the young talent, and it is a very. Um, bilingual clubhouse and it's a very young clubhouse. Maybe we're seeing though that hiring Tony La Russa, and this is after the fact, you can't do anything about it now, but maybe that was not a great, a great decision. Cause as you know, in any walk of life, any business, sometimes you hire a person that's supposed to be in management and on top, and it's just not a good fit. And maybe that's what we have here.
2: But look at it this way. First of all, you can't argue with the results and, and I'll use a different situation Look at the Ozzie Guillen hire. You would have looked at this ball club today with the White Sox and say, Ozzie Guillen is the exact person to yes. run this ball club. Agreed. And he was a disaster running that team.
1: He won a world championship, though. Like, he, he won the World Series in 2005 with a club that had no expectations.
2: Okay, then that, that, that says my argument right here. LaRusse is winning right now. So if you have a situation like this, and don't forget uh, Guillen had a couple of situations that you might look at that and go, uh, "Do we have the right guy here? Is this the person?" You can't really uh, he argue did, with the Russes. He did send pit. a guy.
1: He, yeah, as he did send a guy to the minor leagues for not throwing at a pitcher like i ordered, jay i appreciate the call 888-760-3776
3: can we not take calls from jay anymore he's better at radio than me and it makes me feel
1: inferior (laughs) and uh, i think we should move it on to somebody else uh i do want to before we talk to our buddies at stormhouse brewing because they Mm -hmm. open tomorrow and they brought food in here and coquel has legitimately and he's lucky i love him he's been eating while the show has been happening which drives me I'm insane. In right now. He knows it. He is eating a pierogi. Oh, my God. <laughs> right now. The cheese is pouring uh, out of my, my mouth. God. It is so good. Um, So, last night, I had an event at the Breakers. I did, not at the Breakers, I'm sorry, at, uh, at Boca Resort. I had, a, I had a, a Q&A for the South County YMCA with Mike Tannenbaum. Him and I were hanging out at Boca Resort. Mikey T. And I, I drove up to the valet with my brand new... Kia K5 GT, and this has never happened to me in my life. I pull up, I get out of the car, the valet goes, bro, that's a sick car, and I love that color. That's never happened to me with any other car. Generally, I'm embarrassed it's to gotta, valet my it's car. It's got to
3: feel good to be able to bro. go to these events and be like, yep, I'm here. Yeah, it finally that took car, me, it made me. sick. Makes me very upset that I'm the co-host right now. That's the only... Every other part of the job, I don't care. It's, when you pull up in that car, though, I'm like, oh, man. It's
1: got those Pirelli tires with the black rims. It's the blue color. The car is pretty Picture sick. Picture a really cool car and then Ken walking out. But think about me. There is nothing about me that screams Boca Resort. There is nothing that about car, me the car that got you screams in. I should uh, be respected in any way at Boca Resort. But I finally did it at age 36. One... I wasn't embarrassed to go to a valet. And two, the valet complimented me. And think how many sick cars that guy sees yeah. at, uh, at Boca Resort. But the, I, I'm telling you, that Kia K5 GT is turning heads. And it's all thanks to the folks at Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach helped me get into that automobile. Extremely affordable. It's got a lot of power, but it didn't break the, the bank. And it has great mileage and it brings my, helps bring my kids where they need to go. I can be a family guy in that car and also get compliments from valets at Boca Resort. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and they want to put you in an automobile with their credit clinic. Gateway uh, Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Make sure to check them out off military in West Palm Beach. That's Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Thank you to Mike. Thank you to George, all the fine folks over there. And thank you for helping me finally get a compliment from a valet at a high-end place like Boca Resort. Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Uh, When we return, the NBA playing last night, sort of meh, not great, not great. Hopefully there's a lot more drama tonight, but I bet there will be because you have a guy who doesn't want to be in it, but he gets up for big moments against who I think is the MVP of the league. He's Kocal, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.